scroll. Okay, I'm going over to the notes. Do, 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 do. You still hear me and everything? Yep. All right, cool. Let's rock and roll. Welcome to Casual FC, a World Cup preview podcast, at least for a short while. I'm your host, Mario Salazar, with my traveling right companion, <laughs> Angela Morales. <laughs> traveling from uh, Inglewood to Little Tokyo. So far. So so far, yes. And so there might be, you know, a little bit of extra noise, but that's totally fine. That's how life goes. Yeah, but the World I'm Cup must go on. District. It's just, I'm outside, I'm outside a restaurant. It's no big deal. It's all good. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk quarterfinals. They're we, here. Like a whirlwind. A freaking tornado came through. Yes. It's the, the, it's just, I don't even, I can't even explain how fast everything feels. You know, when you've, when you've gone to work and you're like, holy, it's Friday already. I mean, you have no idea where everything went. So, right. yes. So the round of 16 is now done. We are down from 16 to 8. And we've got some things to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we've we got demons to expel. We have stress to release. So many things have happened over the course of, like, a millisecond, it seems. Yeah, just over the course of, like, yeah, literally like two days or something like that. It's so much it's has happened. Absolutely bonkers. I know I've said everything is bonkers a lot lately, but it's true. All right. So I don't know about you, but that was the most stressful few days I've had in in a while. On top of real life normal stress, we had like games that that kind of tore your heart out and really just tossed everything upside down. I think is the best way to to put it. Yes, it it totally, totally tossed everything upside down and have no clue really still digesting what has happened. (laughs) Yeah, same. I first want to say just like mega, mega, mega props to every player out there who is protecting other players. Like these women are going through hell and back over the course of, you know, three weeks and like criticism Beyond all criticism is happening for the U.S., for Sweden, for like every team possible. So it's so nice to see these women just step up and protect each other that way. Like after the U.S. and and Sweden game, the Swedish players were interviewed and basically said, do not talk shit on the U.S., like expletive and everything. And I'm here for it. Like there is such an interesting conversation around decorum in women's sports and whether or not they can be rowdy and whatever, but I'm, yeah, don't talk shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on well, us, we have... on other teams, on, like, you couldn't get out there and do it. Shut your mouth, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're going to have some examples of, of decorum yeah. and um, respectfulness <laughs> and both for and against that thought. So, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 
yeah uh, like the english players after the night like the game against nigeria like ran around to basically get the cameras out of the different nigerian players faces and it's just it's so important and i don't think a lot of people understand what's happened over the course of women's sports like the last few years especially like as an example it's a college basketball example but ESPN used pictures and videos of Aaliyah Boston, who was playing at the University of South Carolina at the time. Anytime they talked about her, when and like these pictures were of her crying when they lost in March Madness. So it's like you're using these pictures of an early 20-something crying, and yet they're having the winningest season in like team history. And there's plenty of pictures of her smiling, videos of her having fun. Like you can use things that are happy instead of exploiting the vulnerability of these women. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's like the really silly commentary from some of the, the talking heads where, you know, um, back, back when, when, you know, the U S like they, they barely made it to the, you know, to the, to the round of 16 yet they were like, smiling and dancing and signing autographs and stuff like that. And they were being criticized for it, but it's like one, they're human beings Two, people process stress uh, in different ways. And three, they're being respectful to the people that have flown to the other side of the world to see them. And just because Carly Lloyd, you're the one that (laughs) is mega crazy like i need to focus and don't talk to me you're dead to me i need to win at all costs that's great for you that is what you do that's perfectly Mm -hmm. fine there's nothing wrong with that. there's also nothing wrong with them dancing cheering and smiling and being with fans it is what it is right and it's still like we're we're very spoiled as a country because we've won the world cup so many times it's like oh, they shouldn't act like this. It's like, this is still a feat, an honorable feat to make it to this tournament and then to get out of the group stage. Like, regardless of how many times you've won, nothing's guaranteed in this tournament. And this this round has definitely shown that. Um, I do also want to say, majority of our listeners are in the States. A majority of our listeners, I think, really appreciate the women's game across the board. So I don't think it applies to them so much. But if you're listening and you're newer to women's sports, just because the U.S. didn't make it through the Swedish game and into the round of eight, it does not mean you should stop watching. You are in for the time of your life watching the remaining teams. And this kind of just goes across the board. Like, watch women's sports and keep watching even when your favorite team gets knocked out, because you're still going to see some of the greatest players in the world do amazing things. Absolutely. Don't stop watching. I mean, there would be reasons why you would stop watching. And it, yeah. and, but... <laughs> and I get it. It's really hard getting up in the middle of the night. Or, but you can, you can stream them later yes. on. You know, there's, there's plenty of ways to watch that aren't and, live. <laughs> and yes, you will still see some of the most amazing soccer being played anywhere in the world by some of the most elite athletes out there. So you shouldn't stop watching. It's all, I mean, they're there for a reason. They're playing on this world stage for a reason. So don't stop watching. Keep, keep it up. And yeah, so absolutely 
like my note on this was just this <laughs> with an arrow hard out. agree yeah hard agree um so we have a quick correction from our last episode which i tried correcting on instagram and i may or may not have misspelled something typing i really need to, <laughs> i really need to double check what i do um so we said at the very beginning that none of the first timers the none of the debutantes made it through Granted, we were recording and we did say that we were recording before the last two group stages were done, or the last three, really. Um, and guess what? Morocco survived and they made it through the group stages. So, And if we're going to be wrong, I love being wrong because we were, like, we, we were wrong for the best reason. Yes, yes. And uh, watching the the videos of the Moroccan team as they're all huddled because their game ended just before, um, you know, the the other match that was happening, the the other uh, match that was happening at the same time. And they're all like, you know, they see their phones. um, Yeah, they're they're huddled huddled around around. an iPad. And then, uh, you know, there's like a lag and everything. But people, you can hear the the fans in the stands start cheering, yet they're so... Mm -hmm focused on it they didn't realize that the score updated live on the big giant screen behind them (laughs) i didn't even know that so so everybody saw it they're still kind of waiting looking at their phone and their ipad or whatever they're huddled around and then there was like one or two players that like did actually turn around they saw the screen they started jumping and they were like grabbing people to be like look 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 and then that's you'll you'll see the video if you go back to see the video you see them all turn around and start yelling and screaming because of the fact that they need to rewatch it then (laughs) yeah that's amazing it's it's a great it's a it's a very feel-good um kind of moment uh yeah so that was yeah if we're gonna be wrong (laughs) i like to be proven wrong in this kind of way (laughs) Yeah. All right. So All right. we, when it comes to the next round, you can still watch all these games on Fox in English. All of the various Fox outlets, the app, Fox Sport, like however you want to watch Fox. If you want to watch it in English, you want to have a much more fun and enjoyable and entertaining time. You can watch it via. Uh, Telemundo or Universo, which are the Spanish language broadcast. And I told people this. I will continue to tell people this. When you're watching soccer specifically, just watch it in Spanish. Whether you know or not, you'll pick up like what terms are used for what's happening on the pitch. It's it's just so communal. Even though you're watching it on TV, just watch it on Peacock if you need to stream it. If you don't have no, like regular antenna TV or cable. Peacock is streaming all the games too. It's just a good old time. <laughs> and as always, yeah. keep an eye on our Instagram feed for TV schedules. Mario has been a champion among men and posting all kinds of amazing graphics and things because yeah, girl does not know how to Photoshop <laughs> or in design very well. Like I'm not, <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> it's, if it's a technical thing, I can knock it out. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So, what's right. coming up so next? So, our, our, our format's going to change a little bit. I think what we've been doing is really kind of highlighting the teams and the achievements that they've been doing. But we're down to the quarterfinals. We're getting into the nitty-gritty of everything. So, really, what we're going to be doing from here on out is doing what we normally do with Angel City. We're previewing these next matches. 
So let's jump into it. First, on Thursday, August 10th at 6 p.m., we are going to watch Spain versus the Netherlands on Fox, Telemundo, Universo, and Peacock. Now, let's let's just recap real quick what happened in their previous matches leading into this one. So we have Switzerland and Spain. Um, Spain is just on a tear. Um, they, I, I think, for lack of a better term, they got spanked by Japan, right, mm-hmm. in their last match. <laughs> Absolutely. And... And they went, okay, nah, that's not how, that's not what's going to happen. And so when exactly. they came back against Switzerland, they just went all out. So they, you know, they became Spain. The, the Spain that was winning five to zero in the earlier state in the earlier parts of the group stages. Yep. They came and showed up and showed out. So really, it kind of came down to like what happened to the Swiss offense. Like, I don't know. And the funny part about this is that there were six goals in the match. I believe the score was five to one at the end. Yeah. Spain scored all six. (laughs) 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 They had an own goal. Yeah. Switzerland had an own, or yeah, Switzerland had an own goal, but they can thank the Spaniards for that. And the crazy thing is the player who scored the own goal also then came back and scored a regular goal. So she's like, okay. Like we just negated that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so in the books, it's evened out. It balanced out. But absolutely, they came back yeah, on a Spain, tear. So, Spain is a team to watch. We said it early on that they were going to make a, a decent presence, and they definitely have. They have said very loudly that they're here to win and here to play, like as long as they can, as long as the game will allow them to play at this point, and do so very dominantly, which is really, really fun to watch. Yeah, and then not to mention. They have one of the sweetest kits. Uh, oh, absolutely! In, in the tournament, that that kind of bluish, powder bluey uh, uh, kit purple. with the like purple, yeah. with the, like flowers on the shoulders. It it's uh, so sh- good. I will kiss. say we didn't talk too much about the kits this event, but Adidas blew World Cup kits out of the water. Like twenty twenty three kits from Adidas are different. Yeah, Japan, Spain. Nigeria. I was bummed. Like the Nike kids are not my favorite this season, or, like this year across the board, because Adidas just showed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're awesome. So um, that's the 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 road that Spain is on right now. And then the other match we have was the Netherlands and South Africa. <laughs> I think I was screaming "banana, banana" every single time South Africa touched the ball moved towards offense got near the goal like every time i was like let's go just screaming at my phone while cooking dinner that night (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh because because of the replay because they played early in the morning didn't they no 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 they had a prime time oh they had the prime time they had our time slot they had the Uh, u.s yeah they had the okay Um, so, so yes, they had an amazing showing. I personally was rooting for South Africa. I really, Same. I think, I think a lot of people around the world were rooting for them and they did not get rolled over. They were, no. they were there for it. So it was a hard fought match. Um, 
and and it was a great the, one. And if you get a chance yeah, to, if you didn't watch it, just go back, watch the replay, watch it on yeah. Peacock. It's it was a great. The scoreline doesn't depict the level of play that that game had. And I'll I'll probably say this a couple more times throughout this episode. African soccer is what the they are all these teams like Morocco, Nigeria, South Africa, Zambia, like the African league is on the rise and everybody needs to be paying attention to these teams. They're so good. So much fun to watch. They're they're so crafty. It's just just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just watch these teams play. Yeah. And the all these teams really, all the teams that have made it this far and all the teams that just made it to the World Cup in general deserve investment like it's it's just just making it like we've always been saying that just making it to this point in the tournament just making it to the actual world cup means you've qualified you are the best and the top in the entire world so why not isn't why isn't there investment in this right and why isn't there investment in the women's uh game um so really this is just another one of those examples of the talent is there. If you support it, it will get better. Yes. Um, and we're also wel- excited to welcome um, Katlana back to the NWSL. So that's another player that we'll saw, we saw amazing things from and we'll get to see more of in the league. Yeah, the hard part is that we're going to be playing against Katlana's team in an upcoming match that we will preview soon. I will not tell you which team because I'm just excited to talk about it. But um, I just overall, these matchups were absolutely fantastic. So, Mario, I have a question for you. Yeah. Who's going to take this this matchup between the Netherlands and Spain? Uh, I think this is Spain's to to both win and or lose. Like, I think it's just theirs. They're going to they came out swinging against Switzerland. They're going to come out swinging against the Netherlands. Um, Like I said, they got embarrassed by Japan. And Absolutely. they are they're basically saying like, nah, this is not this is not how we play and we are going to win this. So they came Switzerland was basically uh almost non existent in their match. Um right. and I think they're gonna take it to the Netherlands and I think Spain wins. Yeah, I, long- I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> and so All with right. that we're looking at our second match of yeah. the of you know, basically, it's going to be that kind of day to night um, matchup, right? So we're going Friday, August 11th at 12.30. As we've always been talking about this weird kind of watching games that are in the future. Um, this will be Thursday the 10th leading into Friday morning. So it'll, you know, you stay up Thursday night. Um, so Friday, August 11th at 12.30 a.m. We're going Japan and Sweden. It's going to be on Fox national broadcast telemundo universo and peacock so we've got our last angel in the world cup june yep. endo playing with japan i'm so excited i like she is so happy she's posting all over social media how happy she is to be there and to play with her team and i'm so good that they're doing so freaking well yeah and so let's talk about this the previous match so we've got japan versus norway um, it's just another match with a silly own goal. <laughs> Honestly, um, Norway. Uh, it, it's it's surprising to see it in in this level, but it happens. And it was right. kind of almost done in the same way, where it was like a, it was a, it was a defender kicking it back to the 
to the goalie, but just put a little too much sauce on it and it went into the goal. But this yeah. was by Norway on this one. So Norway basically very easily became one-to-one -one at that point. And so like evened it out. And then Japan was just consistent doing Japan things. Japan and... is efficient. Like they yes. are just a very efficient team. Like it was like, we've talked about it with the matchups when they played Spain in the groups. They had the ball for what, 40, not even 40% of the game and scored a million goals. Like they just are like, oh, thank you for this moment. We scored. Here you go. Try again. You know what I mean? It's very like boom, boom, boom. As soon as Japan gets the ball, they are very efficient and concise and everybody is where they're supposed to be. And it's really, it's really clean in that sense. It's very nice. Yeah. And they're able to adjust in the slightest ways that they need to. So they completely Absolutely. adjusted to the way Norway was adjusting to them. And with their win, they are still, Japan so far is still the top scoring team in the tournament. So as it. a team, they're the top scorers, um, which is amazing. And then we got um, the next match. We The thing nobody to... wants to talk about and everybody's yeah. talking about because nobody can stop talking about. <laughs> yes, we've got the Sweden and USA match. Yeah. So there's lots and lots and lots. And did I mention a lot? of questions for the team the yeah. coaching staff the federation all the things there's a lot of questions going on after this game and like after this game after this world cup and post olympic like there's just so many questions yeah there was a development of the team coaching staff future of the team how we're going to do things all that there was a there was a stat that i saw that said um in Vlatko's tenure so far, he uh, is actually only one, and through the two big tournaments that he's taken them through, he's only won four matches out of ten. Yep. I mean, I said that to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he, um, it's unfortunate because he had such a good career and track record in the league, in the NWSL, to then be promoted to the national level and just like get like tank so yeah so bad. i mean it, yeah. i from the very beginning there has been a lot of questions about what what even the heck Vlatko is doing right i am not that well versed in what the coach what he's doing strategically you know like i mean i like even with even with Freya, like I I knew basic things about what Freya did, but I all the main thing I knew was she was not producing. Like we were right. losing, right? And we in a, a very similar beginning. fashion, that's what happened with the national team. Like they were very like we were already as much as we were scoring under Jella Ellis's reign as head coach, we were still playing very conservatively. Under Vlatko, it became even more conservative and then less offense focus which confused everyone um so yeah with that said there i'm not okay i feel like we should talk about this i also feel like we shouldn't i don't know but someone uh registered the domain and created the has Blotko been fired yet website so <laughs> that's kind of where everyone's mindset is and it's unfortunate because like i said when everything happened with freya nobody wants anybody to lose their job literally ever 
you know, unless it's like a terrible, terrible person or a reason or something like that. But like, that's not the goal. People don't go into coaching positions like trying to get kicked off, you know, kicked out or, or uh, terminated, that kind of thing. So that's happening. <laughs> yeah. I, so it'll be an interesting just, few months. That's for sure. Yes. Um, and just in case you wanted to bookmark that, that was has Vlatko been fired yet dot com. All one word. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead and Google it if you want. Uh, maybe bookmark it and keep checking it every now and then. <laughs> yeah, refresh it's your kind of like It's kind of like those. Uh, uh, there's there's like Twitter accounts for like teams where it's like, did this team win today? And then all they tweet right. out is like, yes or no. <laughs> like a very like binary thing. Ben, yeah, the Big Ben account. That's just every hour on the hour. Bong, bong, bong. <laughs> just like have whatever. Like it's like the clock, but. Yeah, there's there's always a, an account or a website for something. But to kind of just go back to the game, the U.S. was a lot more cohesive. Emily Sonic coming in playing in the midfield was a big, big, big improvement. But I think it was a little, like, uh, too little, too late in that sense because we'd already kind of dug ourselves into a hole so that, like, we had to score. And then when you're playing desperate in that sense you know like there's a sense of desperation when it comes to knockout rounds regardless but then when you know what discourse is going to happen on top of that there's an added sense of desperation and kind of panic so when you're you have that you know just in the back of your head you're trying to win regardless and then you're matched with a goalie who has like the greatest game of her career i follow a few fans yeah, I follow a few Chelsea women's fans on Twitter and they're all just like, she can do that, you know? So <laughs> she she's going to be different going back into premieres. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure there was a, a bunch of um, NWSL fans uh, for Nair that were like also saying the same thing. She can do that? Yeah. Because, you know, right. with her home... Especially newer <laughs> with fans. Her, with her home team right now, she's not doing that great. So it was always it was also a surprise that she had uh, first spot as goalie when yeah. her performance. You know, that's again another whole mystery of Latko. He was talking about NW cell performance that people needed experience, right. uh, time on the field, and all of that stuff. And then he comes out saying NW cell performance or league performance um, may or may not have been a factor on anybody's decision so it's like okay so you're completely just pulling names out of a hat and kind of seeing what sticks totally. um also my favorite uh, uh you know finding the the silver linings of things one we get our play our angels back early and uninjured so right that's good everybody's healthy because one of them didn't play but that's a different story <laughs> yeah one of them didn't play she never have... got subbed in she got subbed in for like five minutes and then like, you minute, know whatever yeah, so like a minute and a half but anyway and also those seagulls like i remember messaging you <laughs> during the match at like like three in the morning four in the morning being like right uh, have those seagulls been like, like what is it yeah what's have up with been the seagulls the whole and, time? <laughs> and then i was i was listening to after the whistle with brendan hunt coach beard from dead lasso um uh, right and he was there at the match and he was like when those seagulls started circling and essentially pooping all over the field as people were playing, like he's like, that was the omen of 
this was not going to go well. <laughs> right. Like, uh, okay, I guess it's time to call the game, guys. Yeah. But <laughs> okay, so yeah, what do so, you? What are you expecting from this Japan Sweden match? Oh, Japan's going to run all over Sweden. One because they didn't play into extra time and go into PKs and have the longest game of their lives, and then extra PKs. Like, they, they are far more rested. They haven't had the level of stress that Sweden has had. And I think <laughs> they, are, they want to win. They want to be there. They're, they have nothing to lose because no one thought they'd make it this far. So it's just like, okay, let's, let's rock and roll. And honestly, like, Sweden played well against the U.S., but that doesn't mean that they played well overall because our level of playing was down. You know what I mean? So it's it like, was it totally was more was, the US losing rather than a Sweden yeah. win. I believe I believe Absolutely. in the stats like Sweden only got one sh- like during the actual gameplay, Sweden only got yeah. one shot on goal. So mm-hmm. Nair in this match b- besides the the penalties uh didn't have much to do or to block. Right. So with that, if Sweden keeps playing the way they are, yes, Japan gonna has get this run all over. the way. So I completely agree. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty. So okay. Next. Moving match. on to our next one. Yes, Saturday, mm-hmm. August twelfth mm-hmm. at twelve a.m. will be at the Matildas midnight. Australia at midnight. Yes, Matildas versus Colombia, Fox, Telemundo, Universo, and Peacock. So let's yeah. let's just talk about this. Uh, Australia and Denmark, the Matildas are the Matildas in the fi- are are in the quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah, they're home yeah. co-hosts co-hosts of the World uh, Cup are here. I love it, and so that's much. amazing. Makes me so so happy. Sam Kerr, as we talked about, was out for the group stages. They played so well the last game of groups that she didn't have to come in and was able to rest that calf injury. She came in in the second half of the game against Denmark, got the armband. The crowd went insane. Like, the crowd did not go wild. The crowd didn't get bonkers loud. They were, like, rabid. And it was amazing. Like, that's that's the credit that she deserves. Like, the team in general deserves that. So it's like, yes. And I mentioned this on a previous episode of the whole sportsmanship and kindness thing that happened at the Olympics when... Christy Mewis and Sam Kerr dropped that they were dating by like sitting on the pitch together after the game. And everybody was like, sportsmanship and kindness. And they're like, guys, they're dating. Um, Christy was actually at the game, the Matilda's game. And we had a sportsmanship and kindness appearance. And it just made me really happy. That's all. I just wanted to say that. Like Australia played fantastic. They, they kind of steamrolled through Denmark, which I kind of expected. But it just made me happy that even though Christy was, like, going through it and, like, processing that she was no longer playing, but her first touch of the game was a penalty that she made. So good on her, regardless. <laughs> Hell of a performance yes. by Christy Mewis. Um, but, yeah, like, seeing her there to support Sam was really, really nice and very kind. Made me happy. And then that's all uh, I have to say about the Matildas. I'm just <laughs> excited for them. <laughs> I'm excited for them too. I think everybody's excited to have uh, one of the co-hosts um, going so right. far into the tournament. And then it's now not we often, have that Bolo- happens. Yeah, no. 
And then we had Colombia and Jamaica playing together. Um, honestly, I did not stay up for this match I or the Australia match. I uh, just dead tired. And uh, yeah, after, I couldn't. <laughs> after the U.S., I couldn't. But Colombia did win. Um, and this is huge for them because this is the first time. Well, it was going to be huge for either team, for either Jamaica right. or Colombia. Um, so it was big stakes. Probably should have watched that match, but <laughs> just couldn't make it. Uh, and uh, Colombia, this is the first time they will be making it to the quarterfinals. Um, so this is like the f- furthest they've been so far and they can keep going. Um, right. And unfortunately, we have uh, our angel on loan, who was the other person that was still in it with uh, Allison Swaby uh, on Jamaica on the reggae girls and they are no longer there so with that but she played amazing she led that team she like good on you slaves like man this tournament just makes me so happy okay i know i say it every episode but i'm just like <laughs> i love it so much but you get to see the best of everyone for the most part like even in a game where you know every team lose, like a team loses no matter what you're still getting like the best they can give you that day, no matter, you know, they're running on empty at this point and they're still just yeah. like, Oh no, we're winning this game. Come hell or high water. And that's what's happening. <laughs> so what do we All expect right, so who, on this match yeah, from between who, Australia who, and Colombia? I put, I put in my notes that I want both of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same. I want, I want the, the hometown, like, home field advantage story of the Matildas. I want the first time. Oh my God, Colombia just made it to the, the semis. Like, holy crap, what are we going to do? This is amazing. But when it comes down to it, I think the Matildas are taking it. They have the crowd. They have the momentum, I think, more so. I mean, Colombia has momentum, but I think the Matildas have more. Yeah. And then, I mean... Having them make it and keep going in the tournament, it's going to start bringing up a lot of those um, similar uh, uh, 99er vibes, you know, like the home team making it uh, further and further. Absolutely. And we love to see it. Last matchup that we're going to talk about will be Saturday, August 12th at 3.30 in the morning. England versus France. On Fox, Telemundo, and Peacock. So the previous matches were England and Nigeria. Oof. Man. So this was another game that went to PKs. Like, it was a hard-fought match on both sides. England ended up winning this one 4-2 to in PKs. But I really, really was hoping Nigeria was going to pull this one out. I, like... I, I, love, I do too. I, I love the Super Falcons, and I just want them to go so far. This was another one of those matches where I was definitely rooting for Nigeria for the African team. That they yeah. had such skill, they had such um, drive poise? to and poise. Yes, and they were they were um, they were fighting back, and they were shutting down England in every single way. Um, mm-hmm. that England couldn't figure it out. And that's why it ended up 0-0. That's why it went to PKs was because Nigeria was able to lock them down. Um, but the big, you know, the big thing that came out of this match beyond 
England advancing was, again, as we've been talking about sportsmanship and kindness and the way people <laughs> react, we yep. have Lauren James with a red card and the red card she got was for stomping on another player. And right. On, and on I, Michelle I rewatched it. Like I rewatched what happened and they collided and they fell. And Lauren James was like on top of Michelle Lozier, who was on the ground, like face down. And Lauren James goes to get up and all she has to do is step over it. And she deliberately just steps on, on Lozier. And it's like, excuse me? You, oh, no. It, and it was a straight, like I, I was watching the replay again and I was watching the, the, the VAR uh, challenge because she originally got a yellow um, yeah. And then I like immediately from the first VAR review, like you see her stomp and put her foot on, on Michelle's back and her other foot leaves the ground, which means she put all her weight. Her, yeah. Full body weight. Her whole weight yeah, and on, it, on it. It wasn't just like a, like a was, tap. No, no. And it's not like it was one of those things where you collide with someone, you fall on top of each other, you both start laughing. It was very deliberate. The really interesting thing to me has been the discourse around it because a lot of people were worried that Lauren James was going to incur what happened to the Black English players after they lost. I don't remember which game that was, but another championship game and there was like a big onslaught of racism towards like three players. It was, I and believe it was like the Euros, yeah. I think it was the Euros, yeah. I was like, what is it called? Um, but... People were worried about that, which, yes, rightfully so, because I'm sure there's vitriol out there because that's the world we live in, unfortunately. But at the same time, everyone's been like, but, you know, she just made a bad decision. And I'm like, right. But, girl, no, like you don't do that. No, I, I, I was uh, trying to get ready for this. I also started reading an article where it's like, we must protect our players. We must protect uh, Lauren James. And I don't disagree with most of the article. Um, right. There's no there's no reason to turn to like uh, what you know that the other English player the, from the men's team the the two black English players like had to face because um, that's just right. disgusting. Because they didn't that's deserve it either. No, yeah, like that's no. that's um, not warranted for something like and that. it's not warranted for and, anything really. But yeah. yeah, and I totally agree that you know what. Lauren James, I believe, is like 21 or like 20. Yeah, like she's, she's a young. baby. She's a baby. And she got caught in the heat of a moment and she did okay. something that was like, all right, you did that. Um, I believe she tried, she apologized or there was an apology statement afterwards. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's, yes, you're young. I, yes, this I, is a big stage. But, but it you're was just so plain good. And, and you're and so much better than that. I don't, I wouldn't be, su I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't balk at it if, if the regulatory committee said she's out for more than one game. So she might right. be like, if they move on from the quarters to the semis, she might be out for the semis too. Um, I guess the, they won't know till after Saturday. So, oh wow! Um, so it's going to come down to like the very wire if she's going to be even able to play. But for something like this, like it, I don't know. To me, I if she doesn't, if she gets a bigger consequence from it, 
I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, I would understand if they decided just to leave it as the one red card, the one game suspension. But right. honestly, like you need to learn, right? And mm-hmm. just because you're young doesn't excuse what you did. No. So that could have just... been a serious, serious injury and completely avoidable. And she's a cancer researcher. She's saving the world. <laughs> what are you doing? How dare you? <laughs> Michelle, Michelle is a gift to this world. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So, right, so beyond that, we Morocco. have <laughs> France and Morocco. Yes. Um, Morocco and making it, Morocco. being the only debutante team making it this far. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Don't, don't disparage Morocco. They, they played as best they could. They played their hearts out. They brought it. Yeah. And like the, if you watch the men's world cup or you pay attention to it at all, like the Moroccan men had an amazing, like, Cinderella story. The Moroccan Soccer Federation is playing the long game with these teams. They are developing. They are investing. And look at what's happening. Like, this is the best example of late of a smaller country who's investing in this team and reaping the benefits. It's just, like I said earlier, African soccer is on the come up and everybody in this country needs to pay attention. Everybody. Men's yeah. and women's, they're fantastic teams, beautiful, beautiful play, and just have fun. If you want to have fun and watch good soccer, watch the African teams. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, and yeah, France won four to nothing. But um, honestly, moving forward, and now that France is going to face England, are they going to be able to do something similar with a higher, more efficient? better skilled team. Uh, I don't don't quite think so. <laughs> I, you uh, know, even with missing Lauren James, I don't think so either. I think, like, France scraped by, scraped by the, 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 the groups. Like, they, they basically, like, won on technicalities all over the place. So what do you expect from the match? We're already saying, you know, France might not be able to even hold it against, they're not going to be able to do a 4 nothing type thing with England. Um, right. So honestly, I think their best chance is to hold it to a zero, to a nil, nil, um, try to yeah. like, you know, uh, park Take the bus game, as like, best they can play the long game. Yeah. Play hold the long game. Don't let anyone tr- or yeah. Maybe, exactly. maybe you look out on the PKs. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think I'm curious what's going to happen with this match. Cause I, I, I don't think France was going to take it, but I do think it could be a toss up. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I do think France is, I do, I mean, I'm sorry, I do think England is is really the favorite on this one. I, yeah, they're, I mean, they're ranked higher right now. France has had some trials and tribulations over the last while. So I think that's kind of coming to fruition. And I'm curious how they're going to do this deep into the tournament. So with all of that, I mean, you hear, I think we're both in agreement on uh, how everybody is going to move forward. So we have between Spain and the Netherlands, we're saying Spain. Between yes. Japan and Sweden, we're saying Japan, which means it's going which to be... Which would mean a, a Spain-Japan matchup again. Spain, yeah, a rematch for them. Yes. Uh, wh- who you got on that one? Oh, man. In That's going to be one hell, hell of a high-scoring game. I think... <laughs> um, I really think Japan's going to be the one to take it because of their efficiency. 
Spain is flashy. Spain has the emotion. Japan has the like cutthroat scoring. That's what I think is going to happen. I agree. I think I think Japan's going to uh, make it uh, make it past them. Um, then we've got Australia, Colombia, which we've uh, said most kind of thinking the Matildas are going to take it. I mean, you, you never know with Colombia right now. They're having some amazing uh, upsets, but I do think the Matildas And they're going to put up a fight. Like, that's yeah. not going to be an easy game for Australia at all. And then we've got England-France, which we've just said England's probably most likely going to take that. So, between Australia and England, who do you think got Matildas. it? Matildas. Matildas, Matildas, Matildas. Well, Matilda, oh. I will I will pull out songs I learned as a kid. Like, <laughs> let's go Australia. <laughs> so that would that would leave us with a uh, Australia-Japan final, which would be amazing. Man. So I think in I, our next I, like, episode. That is my, oh, how much did you cry? Like, <laughs> that's my next cry. <laughs> so I think in our next episode, we're going to have to recap what our predictions were, see if we, how many we got right, and then kind of hopefully start previewing or start looking at what, this semi-final leading into the final matches are looking like absolutely yeah as much as an australia japan matchup would be so cool it would be like the 99ers winning possibly winning at home like i want both of those teams to win like either way and an australia australia japan matchup i win and i lose so (laughs) like cool all right so we may have gone pretty fast today um Various reasons. Uh, I'm also excited. Mainly because we're excited and we're into all of this. Uh, Also work. Also, you know, supporting uh, family, friends, and loved ones in their endeavors, too. So, you know, as much as we got um, truck noises, random people talking, (laughs) um, ambulance or police sirens. It's atmosphere. Yeah, it's ambient noise. This is what living in L.A. is like. Yeah. So <laughs> hope you enjoyed this. Hope you understood what we were saying. Um, and yeah, subscribe and follow on all the normal stuff that we say, you know, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, FC Google. Pod. Yep. All the socials at Casual FC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads. Um, and then, you know, if you're liking it and liking what we're doing, share the pod with someone, leave a comment hit the subscribe button. We're also on YouTube for audio. Um, There's no YouTube for audio website. I just mean that we have the audio version on YouTube. (laughs) So And thank you. Like, yeah, to everybody who's been sharing, who's been talking about the World Fab, like from a ex-athlete, thank you for supporting the game. Thank you for supporting the teams. Thank you for supporting us. This has just been fun. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for everything, and thank you for listening, and we'll see you for the semis. Bye.